The Steve Lobby Agency presents The Christian Publishing Show, a podcast for writers who want to advance Christ's kingdom using the written word. Here's your host, Thomas Umstadt Jr. Have you ever been frustrated while looking for an agent or an editor? Well, in today's episode, I'm going to talk about an amazing tool to help you find good agents and editors. It's called the Christian Writer's Market Guide, and the brand new 2020 edition is really exciting for a couple of really cool reasons. In fact, let's not bury the lead. Uh, The paper version now has over $500 worth of coupons in it, which makes it suddenly double as a coupon book for training on how to become a better writer. In the online version, the price has dramatically dropped. So it used to cost up to $5.99 a month. It is now $9.99 a year. So we've gone from $70 plus a year if you're paying monthly down to only $9.99 a year. This is an incredible deal. And you know maybe you may be wondering well, why are agents and editors so hard for many authors? Well, I think it's because many authors don't know where to start, they don't know who to call and they don't know who to trust or they don't know how to approach the agent or the editor. And the cool thing about the market guide is it not only gives you the contact information for the various uh, top-level agents, but it also gives you tips on how to successfully pitch them, and these tips were written by the agent themselves. So imagine if you could get you know tips from an agent saying, here is how to pitch me. Here's how to craft the kind of proposal that I want to say yes to. This is invaluable information. Uh, So what I'm going to do in this episode is kind of break down uh, the market guide and explain uh, what each section does and how you can use it to advance your career. Because it's a lot more than just a list of agents. And and, uh, the more you're able to use it, the faster you're able to advance your career. It often fills in a lot of gaps, sometimes gaps you didn't know that you had. And all of these sections are available both on the online version and the offline version. Uh, And I'll talk about some of the advantages of the online version. The one main advantage of the online version is that you can search and sort. Uh, So let's just jump in. Section one, book publishers. Uh, So there are hundreds of Christian book publishers. So a lot of people think there's just the big five, and that's not true. Uh, But it's important to know a lot of information about these publishers. You know, how big they are, how many books they publish a year. Are they a medium-sized publisher? Are they a small publisher? Are they affiliated with a denomination? It may be that the denomination you are with has a book publisher. Or it may be that the denomin- that publisher you want to pitch is affiliated with a rival denomination and they're not going to take your books. You can save yourself the time and hassle from sending them a pitch because they're only looking for books from their own denomination. Not all denominations are that picky. It depends on the denomination. And the way to know is to look it up in the market guide. You'll also get a list of their target audience and what they're looking for. And one of the things that I like about the online version of the guide is that you can very quickly sort based off of, you know, I'm looking for a children's book publisher. Well, you can just click a checkbox and suddenly you only see a list of the publishers that represent children's books or I'm wanting to do fiction or nonfiction. This saves you a lot of time 
you know, pitching publishers where you're an automatic no, right? If you're writing a children's book and the publisher has never before published a children's book and they don't publish children's books, they're going to send you an immediate rejection and you're going to get unnecessarily rejected. And if you use the market guide, you can save yourself from that psychological pain, uh, which is totally worth $9 or $10 a year for the online edition. Or uh, the paper copy is $25 list price. And sorry, twenty three ninety nine list price. Amazon often has it cheaper than that, but uh, the price that Amazon has it at will, will fluctuate. Um, all right, so the second section is independent book publishers. So if you're planning to publish independently, there are a lot of independent book publishers that will uh, help you through this process. And I will say everyone in the Christian Writers Market Guide is not known to be bad. Uh, which is different than knowing them to be good. <laughs> so, um, but if uh, if an independent publisher and there's some scam companies out there, if a publisher is known to have a bad reputation, they'll, they'll either not be included in the first place or they'll be removed. And there have been independent publishers who've been removed from the market guide, not because they've gone out of business, but because they've had a bad reputation. So uh, reputation is really important. And being in the market guide is you know, kind of a badge of honor. It means that you are known not to have a bad reputation. So uh, it doesn't just list you know, printing companies that will print your book, but also includes design and production services. So graphic designers. So you're like, oh, I need a cover designer. And I want a cover designer who specializes in children's books. Well, guess what? You can very quickly find cover designers that specialize in children's books. And then it has their website. It has their phone number. You can call them up. You can go to their website, see previous books that they've done, see if they're the kind of designer you would want to work with. And then finally, uh, distribution services. So if you're uh, getting your book offset printed, let's say you have you know thousands of copies and you need warehousing, you need distribution, uh, there are companies that can handle that for you. And there's a list of those companies in the Christian Writers Market Guide. The next section of the Christian Writers Market Guide is the periodical publishers. This is perhaps the most underappreciated section of the market guide. And for those of you getting started, especially in nonfiction, a really key way for establishing yourself. Uh, So there's this principle in the Bible that's also a solid principle in business called, you know, it's he who is faithful in little will be given more. And a lot of authors think that they can go straight to writing a book without writing short stories, without writing articles, and they're expecting to be given much without being first being faithful in the little things. So if I could give you any advice, uh, if you know, if you feel stuck in your career, it may be that you're trying to be faithful in much before you've proven yourself to be faithful in the little things. So ask yourself, what are the little things I can be faithful with? You know, maybe it's your blog, maybe it's writing articles for a periodical, and there are hundreds of Christian periodicals that are in need of tens of thousands of articles. It's simple math. If there are hundreds of periodicals and each one of them has dozens of or even hundreds of articles per publication, you know, depending on how many articles they have in their publication or on their website. We're talking tens of thousands of articles that need to be written by somebody. Why not you? This is a great way of establishing your platform, establishing your craft, growing your craft, because you're going to get free edits from that periodical. They're going to edit your work and you can learn from what gets changed. And the act of pitching periodicals is really key. And there's a bunch of different markets. 
So there's a whole chapter in the market guide about different topics and types of, of markets. And then it goes into um, adult markets. You know, this is kind of general periodicals, writing for adults, but also teen and young adults, children's markets. And then there's a special section for writers' markets. If you want to write about writing for writers, there are whole periodicals uh, that that is their focus. And I really do encourage you to make an effort to do some periodical writing. Uh, it, it's good for your soul, it's good for your craft, and it's good for your platform. Uh, and no magazine had paid me to say this. <laughs> and I've written magazine articles. In fact, I think the very first thing I ever had published was an article uh, for a magazine. Uh, long, I think even before I started blogging, I wrote an article for a homeschool uh, magazine um, a million years ago. And I remember getting back edits and, and emotionally, like that was the first time I'd had edits from a professional. It was a little difficult. I was a little offended. The edits were good edits, but it still offended my sensibilities and it broke a little bit of the internal narrative that I was a great writer. <laughs> so anyway, I encourage you uh, to write for periodicals. And that really looks good in a um, proposal. If you can show, here are the you know dozen different periodicals that have had me uh, write articles for them in the past. Uh, the next section is uh, kind of specialty markets. These are publishers and printers of very specific kinds of books. This is one of the things that's really unique to the Christian Writers Market Guide is that it um, gets into these kinds of specialty markets. We're talking about like daily devotional booklets, right? There's a lot of Christians that use daily devotional booklets in their a part of their daily devotions, and those all need to be written by somebody. That can be great uh, in the Publishers that make those booklets are always looking for new writers to write those daily devotionals. Greeting cards and gifts, gospel tracks, right? If you're wanting to write a gospel track, this is where to do it. And I'll say I've actually written some gospel tracks and uh, some of which that are still for sale. And uh, you can, uh, or developed gospel tracks. I, there was a time in my life when I did a lot of street ministry. Um, I know a lot of people don't believe in gospel tracks. And I, I was more persecuted by other Christians than I was by the people I was ministering to on the street uh, back when that was uh, what I did actively. It's very interesting. So if you have, if you're against street ministry, you can keep your comments to yourself because I've already heard it. Um, also, Bible curriculum. Uh, there's a whole section of, of Bible curriculum. Um, so anyway, these specialty markets are really nice. Another thing that's really unique about uh, the market guide, as opposed to other kind of secular market guides that might have a Christian section, uh, you know, the is the denominational perspective. So since the Christian market guide is written by Christians and, and it's for the Christian market, it doesn't kind of put all Christians in the same category, right? Because you could have a Catholic publisher and a really strongly reformed publisher, and these publishers are not going to publish each other's books, right? You, you, putting them in, in the same category is not really uh, doing the uh, reader of the uh, market guide any favors, which is one of the thing, uh, things that I like about this market guide is it helps you find the right publisher for the kind of Christian book that you're writing and the kind of Christian reader that you're trying to reach. Uh, the next uh, section of the market guide is support for writers. Uh, this is where the literary agents section is in the paper guide. And I know this is the section everyone loves. They want to go there and they want to find an agent. And having you know tips for the agent written right there is really helpful. But also what the agent is looking for, right? Are they more of a craft-centric agent? Are they more of a platform-centric agent? Do they do more fiction? Do they do more nonfiction? This can be really hard to know. In fact, this is a really helpful 
asset. Even if you're planning to pitch the agent in person at a conference, being able to look them up on the market guide and see what the market guide says about that agent, um, you know, it's from a neutral third party. You can always go to the agent's website and there'll be information there, but that is written by the agent himself or herself, whereas the market guide is a third party and it will have some information from the agent, but also have some third party information there as well, or at least uh, third party vetting of the information being delivered by the agent. It also has a list of writers' conferences, uh, which I find that this is actually one of the most complete lists of writers' conferences uh, in the country because writers' conferences stock the market guide. In fact, it's one of the best places to buy the market guide is at a writers' conference. And so those writers' conferences make sure that they themselves are listed in the market guide. So if you're curious about a writers' conference in your area, uh, the market guide section on this may actually be one of the best um, sections. And I will say one of the differences between the print version and the online version is that the online version is kept up to date continually, whereas the print version is updated every year. There's a, you know, right now we're talking about the 2020 edition. A year from now, there'll be a 2021 edition. And so each uh, guide has basically the next year's worth of conferences, maybe a little extra. Whereas the online, if you just maintain a membership of the online guide, you'll always have a list of the conferences. Uh, the next section is writers groups. If you're looking for some writers groups in your area, uh, this is an okay list of writers groups. A lot of writers groups are uh, attached to a specific uh, affiliation. So there's like a parenting organ organization or oversight org organization. Uh, those groups won't necessarily be listed here or a writers group that's like through meetup.com won't be listed here. There's nothing keeping them from being listed, but a lot of writers groups don't know to list themselves in the market guide. But you may be surprised. You, you look at the writers group section and be like, oh my gosh, I had no idea there was a writers group just a few blocks from me. So it's something to check, but just realize that while the writers conference section is like the definitive guide, basically every conference of note, uh, and even some of the obscure conferences are listed, you know, anyone can start a writers group in their church and the market guide's not going to know that <laughs> unless uh, that writers group reaches out to the market guide. So don't give up hope if the, if the writers group is not listed in the market guide. Another thing the uh, Market Guide has is editorial services. So if you're looking for an editor, uh, there's a lot of places where this is helpful. Some traditionally published authors will pay for an editor to kind of help them level up their manuscript before they submit it to publication. Uh, sometimes they'll get an editor to help improve the quality of their proposal. And again, if, you, if you're not doing this, the authors who are have an edge over you, right? So having editorial assistance is really key. And then, of course, for independently published authors, uh, it's you know basically a requirement. You've got to pay for editing. Uh, it, you'll embarrass yourself if you don't. Uh, you got to pay for editing. And if you don't have money to pay for editing, get a job and save up some money and then pay for editing because everybody needs an editor. Um, even the Apostle Paul, when he was writing, he, what he was writing uh, didn't go straight into the Bible. It went th first through an amanuensis who, in I think in the book of 2 Corinthians, even writes his name. <laughs> uh, he's, and he sends his own greetings. It, you know, the, the last chapter of a lot of Paul's letters are kind of like, um, you know, like little notes to and from people in different cities. Well, the amanuensis one time actually wrote his own name. And uh, very famously in Galatians, Paul pulls the quill out of the amanuensis' hands and says, see what large letters I use as I write this myself. <laughs> because he's like really trying to underline uh, his point. 
But uh, basically, the point I'm trying to make here is that don't think that you're a better writer than the Apostle Paul. You need an editor. I need an editor. A lot. Of, in fact, often um, my notes will go out of these podcasts out on the email. Some people will only see the notes. They're like, this isn't, you know, very good. It's like, it's just an outline for Google. It's not meant to be a substitute for the episode. Uh, but still, it can be better edited, and I do try to get an editor to look at them before they go out. And sometimes I succeed, and sometimes I fail to my own detriment. Um, there's also a section of legal and accounting services. So maybe uh, you want to talk to a lawyer who specializes in uh, working with authors or an accountant who specializes in working with authors. There's a list of uh, law firms and accounting firms there that you can talk to. And, you know, that may seem expensive, but uh, sometimes paying a little bit of money for some expert advice can save you from uh, losing a ton of money through costly mistakes, whether it's through lawsuits or through audits. Uh, there's also a section of speaking services if you're wanting to uh, get more into public speaking and you want to be listed and uh, have some speaking services to interact with, see if they'll list you on their directories or, or help you in some other way. Uh, knowing who the speaking services are that specialize in Christian authors is really helpful. And then a new section that I'm very excited about is what's called writing education resources, but really could just be called podcasts because it's mostly podcasts, uh, podcasts for Christian authors. There are a surprisingly high number of podcasts for Christian authors. If you think this is the only podcast, I have some really good news for you. There are many more podcasts for Christian authors by other experts other than Thomas Humstead um, who talk about different aspects of writing. Some of them are very craft focused. Some of them are uh, more marketing focus. Some of them are more focused on like the spiritual journey of the author and, and growing in your walk with the Lord as you're writing. Lots of different kinds of podcasts focused on different things. And there's a great list of them in the Christian uh, Writer's Market Guide. Uh, and then finally, contests. If you're wanting to submit your writing for a contest, so you can be an award-winning author. There is a list. <laughs> so easiest way to become an award-winning author is to submit to lots of contests. Um, you know, assuming that you've written a good book. If you've written a poor book, submitting to lots of contests will just cost you a lot of money. Uh, so I do encourage you uh, to uh, learn how to write better, which actually leads us into, you know, the Christian, uh, the paper version of the market guide has these huge discounts. And I think there's a plan to add the discounts to the online version as well. So you'll have access to the discounts both ways. But it's over $500 worth of discounts on courses with the Christian Writers Institute. So if you've been thinking uh, that you need some training to get your writing better, uh, this is a really great way to get it. So get the market guide first and then use those discounts and unlock them uh, at Christian Writers Institute. Uh, so, like I said, there's two versions. There's the print and the online. The print version has the advantage of, you know, you pay it for it once and then you can keep it as long as you want. Although, it does get more and more out of date. One of the things that's kind of shocked me about this industry is just how much shuffling there is. So, the... Um, Overall number of people in the industry doesn't change, and the names don't change very much, but where they are working changes all the time. So it's, I feel like some publishers, they just change out their whole staff every year or two. Uh, I'm not going to name names, but I could <laughs> because there's certain publishers that just every time I interact with them, it's a totally different group of people. Uh, and what happens is that there's this big rotation. So, you know, Joe Smith may be at Publisher X one year, and he's with Publisher Y the next year, and he's with Publisher Z uh, the next year after that. So the pa the downside of the paper version is that the longer you have it, the less accurate it is. 
and that editor who you thought was at Publisher X is now at Publisher Y. Uh, the advantage of the online version is that even though you have to pay for it every year, and if, you know, of course, you can cancel at any time, um, but you know, you pay for it every year, but it's always up to date. So as soon as Publisher X moves. Uh, you know, there and the market guide is made aware of it, and often the editor will notify the market guide. But I will say we do this through the agency, so um, you know the Steve Lobby. Uh, Steve Lobby is the publisher of the market guide, and he's also the head agent at the Steve Lobby agency. So he is in communication with all the major publishers you know, all the time, right? He's constantly interacting with them with his existing clients, uh, whether it's pitching new books or dealing with books that have already been placed. And so he knows often he gets an email. If somebody's quitting or leaving, he gets an email right away, uh, often before it happens. And as somebody who worked as a uh, agent for the agency, I can vouch for this. <laughs> that um, Steve is often one of the first to be let known about changes in the industry. Uh, he has really good sources of information. And, um, and so his, you know, input into the market guide is one of the kind of things that makes it special. So if you want to be able to pick Steve's brain and know what he knows, this market guide will not do that, <laughs> but it will give you a small piece of it, a small piece of, you know, what's going on and who's who. Um, that was one of the things I found really difficult about being an agent was just keeping in my head the number of names, right? There are you know, hundreds of publishers and each, at each publisher, there's dozens of people. And then there's, you know, tens of thousands of authors. And Steve has this remarkable ability of storing all those names in his head and remembering all the relationships between them. I'm much better with facts. <laughs> so anyway, and with data and knowledge. Uh, but all of that said, I really encourage you to check out uh, the market guide, especially now that it's uh, gotten so much cheaper. Uh, the online version um, really have very little to use. For 10 bucks, you get it for a whole year, and you can um, explore all of these areas. You can use it to hopefully get placed in some periodicals. In fact, uh, if you only get one paid article because of the market guide, you'll make money <laughs> off the market guide because uh, almost all publications pay more than the $10 that you would be paying uh, for the market guide. Uh, so anyway, if you have any questions about the new market guide, uh, feel free to post them in the comments. I'm really excited about the new pricing. I think it's going to make it a lot more approachable uh, for a lot more folks. Um, and I do know that the uh, print version uh, there's a there's just one printing of it this year. So last year we sold out the first printing and we did a second printing. Uh, the plan is not to do that next year. Uh, so if it sells out, it sells out. And you're just going to have to buy somebody else's copy for a million dollars or get the online version. So if you are planning to get the paper version, you'll want to hop on that uh, right away to make sure you're able to get a copy. Our sponsor today is the Christian Writers Institute, and we have a free course, How to Use the Christian Writers Market Guide. It's similar to this episode we just did, but it's a video where Bob Hostetler opens up the Christian Writers Market Guide and teaches you how to use it. Because I'll say, buying a copy and putting it on your shelf will not do you any good. It looks nice and impressive, uh, but it won't actually help you. You have to actually use it. You have to... Um, make use of it. And so we talk a lot about how to do that in the Christian Writers Institute. I'm Thomas Homestead Jr. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Christian Publishing Show. For more information and to get episodes delivered to your phone automatically, visit christianpublishingshow.com.